0: Welcome to Art Life Conversations, where we talk about all things art life. From the struggles and the wins along the way, to making art, learning, and art history, to talks on business, career, and selling art. No matter where you are on your art journey, here you'll find inspiration, encouragement, and motivation as Kelly shares the real life of a working artist. And now, your host, Kelly Folsom. It's Kelly Folsom here. Welcome back to another Art Life Conversations podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Super excited to be here again with all of you today. And today we also have another question that came in from Bethany, which I'm excited to address her question um, and also kind of riff on some other topics uh, related to her question. So thank you so much, Bethany, for emailing that in. And for everybody else, Please let me know. Email me at info at artlifewithkelly k e l l i dot com. Let me know what kind of struggles you are facing, what kind of questions you have um, related to your art life, your creative art life, to your art career, your art business. I would love to um, you know, share any experiences I have and share any, um, knowledge or wisdom that I have that might help you, um, because that's what this is all about. And that's what I'm here for. And it really helps me whenever you do that. So thank you so much. So today we're going to be talking about resistance, perfectionism, and fear, the self-sabotage trio. Dun, dun, don. Uh, like my own little uh, musical effects there. Uh, Before we do, we have a word from our sponsor. Do you struggle with still life painting? Then get my book. 30 Ways to Master Still Life Painting by Kelly Folsom. Guess what, I'm the sponsor. <laughs> you can grab this at artlifewithkelly.com or on Amazon, you can get the hard copy or the ebook um, on Amazon. And it's really just an amazing, um, beautiful book and so many people are love, love, loving it. And I appreciate everybody who's reached out um, giving me positive feedback on the quality of both the book, the images, and the instruction in it. So. Okay. Also, just to let you know, um, the five-day challenge is going on right now, but guess what? You can still sign up. The lessons are short and sweet. Um, So again, hop over to artlifewithkelly.com, jump in the group, get your videos, get to painting, get inspired, get that creative juice going again, right? Because you still have time to get all of the um, exercises done and submitted before the giveaway um, and closing and closing announcements on saturday so go over to the website and sign up for that if you haven't done so already okay so let's dive into our topic today resistance perfectionism and fear and this is what i so lovingly nicknamed the self-sabotage Trio, <laughs> and it ties in a little bit to um, Bethany's question. So I'm going to read her question first. Okay, she says, "Hi Kelly, I absolutely love your Art Life Conversations podcast. Yay! Thank you so much, Bethany. I swear you can read my thoughts. That's because I've I've probably had every one of those thoughts, by the way. Okay, and you blow my mind with your insights and new ways to think about questions that I'm used to hearing the same flawed answers about." Uh, You changed the way I think about everything having to do with working on art and selling art. So thank you. You're so welcome. It's my pleasure. Um, That is my mission, is to try to help empower women artists all around the world. Okay, she says, "If if you'd consider this idea for a future episode, it would be invaluable to me to hear your thoughts on as an artist who feels resistance to putting out anything below a certain standard, how to make art and post consistently and sustainably as often as as needed in today's world of algorithms that favor frequent posting? Great, great question. I truly respect and admire your talent and your sense. Thank you for your time and hours of knowledge, Bethany G. You're so welcome, Bethany G. Thank you for your question and for that awesome email. Really means a lot to me. Um, Okay, so let's just, I'm just going to reread what she said here about uh, as an artist who feels resistance to putting out anything below a certain standard, how do I make art and post consistently and sustainably as often as is needed in today's world of algorithms that favor frequent posting? So, um, you know, if we were able to, um, obviously, if I was able to dig in a little bit deeper with Bethany, um, I could find out more specific details in the situation, like more specific details around. Um, the resistance of putting out what what she feels is below standard. Um, how much art is she making? Um, exactly how much new art is she producing? Is she are you producing a painting a week or is it more like a painting a month? You know, so really to give the best advice, I would need to know more details. Which of course we do that in the Art Life School, which is open for enrollment. So for those of you who are interested. You can sign up for that. We do have a coaching, a live coaching call once a month with me where I get in there and you know, we workshop issues like this and get more specifics and more details. So for now, for the podcast, I just need to go off of, um, you know, my past history, myself and also working with other artists um, for the last, you know, gosh, Ten years minimum, um, coaching and teaching and working with other artists and and conversations I've had with them. so that being said, um, there are a lot of ways uh, around you know posting more frequently on social media just just the technical aspect. Um, I know a lot of times with artists, they're very afraid to repeat themselves on social media to post the same thing. And you definitely don't wanna post the same post every single time, obviously. Um, But there is nothing wrong with like, if you posted a painting last week and then you post that painting again this week, and let's let's say you're doing a post a day, right? So you've posted seven paintings, Um, you know, that week, seven, seven different times. Here's the thing, like not everybody is always gonna see that post, right? So, and you can also post it with like different hashtags to try to reach a different kind of audience, things like that. So don't be afraid to repost things uh, multiple times. In fact, it can actually be a good strategy in terms of growing your audience. So one thing that I do um, is I really look at my insights for the year and I see like, it'll show you your most popular paintings for, I think you can do it for like the year, for the past several months for the past week and basically you can pick that cream of the crop painting that cream of the crop post and reuse it please reuse it please reuse it my goodness you know i have paintings that now at this point you know i've painted so many paintings in the last what how many years is it 10 years 11 years you know, and I have no problem posting older work, posting, you know, posting beautiful, like it's work that I've done, it's beautiful, you know, why would I not wanna continue to share it just because it's not new? Now, I will say there's a little bit of a difference there if your style has totally changed or if your work, the quality of your work has improved so dramatically that it would be kind of off-brand, or it might even be maybe kind of detrimental to your brand. Which I think actually very few things are <laughs> detrimental to your brand, um, but um, there there may be some cases there where you don't want to do that. Uh, again, I don't know the specific history, but you just want to consider that whenever you are reusing um, paintings you've already posted. Um, or posts that you've already made. I mean, even posts that you've written from like a year ago, nobody remembers that shit. Like nobody remembers that post you made a year ago. And again, like, the other thing for me is like, well, well, your audience has grown since then and also not everybody probably saw that post, right? So you can't really think of it like everybody always sees all the same posts and everybody saw it and everybody's gonna remember it. That's not really the way it works. So that's the first thing I would say is don't be afraid to reuse posts or post um, past paintings that you've done. It doesn't always have to be a new painting fresh off the easel. Um, the other thing you can do, of course, is to, um, you know, share different shots of that, you know, painting, whether it's zoom in shots, maybe you took some progress shots while doing the painting, which immediately will get you over some of the, uh, perfectionism tendencies, like actually showing the process, which people freaking love. And it will help you grow your audience and get more engagement. Um, so there's a lot of ways that you can kind of multipurpose the same kind of painting. You can also record a time lapse of doing that painting, you know with your phone and do a speed time lapse and then post that as a reel. You know, um, the other thing I would say is just really paying attention to the posts that are doing better than others. For example, if you post a reel, and the reel gets a lot more attention and actually helps you grow your audience more then you might wanna be posting more reels, right? So those are just kind of the technical like um, things that I would recommend. Um, also, just posts of like, um, you know, you and your studio, or if you're an introvert and you don't like being on camera, which, sorry guys, at some point, you might wanna show yourself on camera, even if it's just like a side view of you painting at the easel or something. Um, because the whole point of social media is to, you know, really build know, like, and trust and build relationships with people. And they do want some insight into who the artist is and into, you know, the artist world. So even, you know, beautiful photos of like your palette um, and talking about the colors on your palette. These are all things that you could post about and talk about, because even though I know Instagram, for example, is really about visual imagery, people do read Um, a lot of the descriptions, especially if it's an interesting description. So if you're also a really good writer, you know, um, or, you know, feel like you can verbally, you know, um, describe things well, then you definitely want to use that skill in your um, social media posts. So it could even be, like for me, I'm a still life artist, so I could even post, you know, photos of maybe it's my, my palette with my Props or something, and talk about. I've got this new favorite prop that I just found, and I love it. Or if I just painted it in a painting, I could also, you know, prop up the painting with those props. People love those kind of shots as well. So there's a lot that you can do to to basically create more content, more assets for more, um, you know, more assets for yourself to post on social media. <clears throat> So the other thing I want to dive into here, you know, not really knowing specifics um, about Bethany, you know, as a person specifically, but um, I've had so many conversations about the topic of resistance and, you know, not some artists not really creating enough work like they're taking too long to create their work they are falling into the masterpiece trap which is something that we talk about during the five day challenge where basically like a painting is never ending a painting or a work of art is just like never done because they feel like it's never good enough you know like it never reaches whatever that ideal standard of quality may be. Okay. Um, When you do that, you know, you're really just shooting yourself in the foot. Number one, you are reducing your inventory, you are reducing your output, right? You are giving into self sabotaging tendencies of perfectionism and fear. um, And so you really want to take the time to look at those things. Um, I would really ask myself, like, if I put something out that is, uh, let's say it's 10% below, <laughs> below the, the bar that you have, right? Below the standard that you have, what is it that I'm afraid that's going to happen? excuse me that's going to happen you know if i you know if i put something out that i felt like wasn't my best work which i'm sorry y'all but most of the work in this studio is not my best work okay (laughs) so there's also just like the uh you know i don't know if it's a law of nature or what but basically not every painting that we do is perfect not every painting that we do is going to be our best work. Like that is an impossible standard to reach. It's physically impossible. I think it is just uh, phenomenally impossible, right? Um, So in my experience, usually about 10% of my paintings are my highest quality work. I would say 20% if I'm getting real lucky, right? Like out of 10 paintings, two paintings might be real knockout stars of the show. And of course, we always wanna put our best foot forward, right? And um, usually those paintings are the ones that that people will respond more to, or maybe it will build our following more because the quality is there. So again, you definitely wanna keep reusing your cream of the crop. But also I would not just totally disregard you know, the other eight paintings. Like there's always a collector out there for that painting. There is always something beautiful in that painting, that something that got expressed in that painting, regardless of any technical imperfections, you know, that people are gonna respond to, that people are gonna see and people are gonna pick up on, you know. So um, to me, this is a really big flag to me, of someone that is trapped in perfectionism, and that's really where all of that resistance is coming from. So resistance, it's really just fear in disguise. And if you listen to last week's um, podcast, you know, I talked a lot about how the brain is really wired. You know, it really is wired to be afraid. It really is wired to look look out for the negative and to tr- try to prevent negative experiences from happening. So I would really just ask like, what am I afraid of? You know, if I put out work that is less than perfect or or I feel like isn't quite good enough, which I don't know, do, does any artist ever feel like Yeah, that work is the shit. I don't know. I always feel like there's like always something about a painting that I've done that's like, uh, I probably could have done that better, you know? So, again, without knowing specifics, I'm just speaking from my own personal experience and experiences I've had with other artists. Um, but I would really just question, you know, what is it that I'm really, really afraid of? And just wait for that answer to come to you. Um, you know, are you afraid of it damaging um, people's viewpoint of you? If you're, are you afraid like if you put out work right now? I mean, gosh, I've been putting out work since I was um, an art student, you know, and my work is far better now you know, but I had to do that. You have to do that, especially if you are trying to make a living as an artist, be a professional artist, You have got to go through that. Like, this is just a rite of passage for artists. You know, we cannot just, you know, tinker away in solitude until we have the perfect masterpiece. And then all of a sudden we come out to the world and we go, uh, here it is, everybody. It's amazing. It's perfect. And then because you haven't been sharing your work and putting yourself out there, it's like crickets, right? has that ever happened to you guys? Like you put something amazing out there, but because you've been hiding, you've been hiding for so long, you know, you finally, you finally get it. You finally reach that masterpiece. Then you put it out there, but because you've been hiding, there's no response, right? Can you see this like cycle? Can you, can you feel that cycle and that negative loop? So then your worst fear is realized, right? Your worst fear is realized that not very many people take note, not very many people go, Oh my god, that's an amazing painting, especially on social media, my goodness gracious, we're talking about oversaturation, people are oversaturated with images, images, paintings, paintings, paintings. So I'm sorry, but even if we get like the most amazing painting we've ever done, you know, at best, like people are gonna go, wow, that's beautiful, that's great, you know, and then they're gonna move on to the next thing. And you might be wondering, well, then what is the freaking point? (laughs) Well, the point is, you know, you wanna consistently put your work out there. The point is you wanna consistently be trying to find out, are, are you my collector? Are you my collector? Are you my student? You know, if you're an art teacher, that's all you're doing. You're just putting it out there. You're planting the seeds. It's like being a farmer and you're planting the seeds. Not every single one of those seeds is gonna produce fruit. Not every single one of those seeds is going to grow into a magnificent you know, crop, right? But you still have to plant the seeds. You still have to nurture the seeds, water the seeds, care for the soil, right? But if you look at every seed and you go, that seed's not good enough, throw it out. That seed's not perfect, throw it out. That seed's not perfect, throw it out. You know what I mean? Um, you're, You're just not gonna get anywhere. So really with social media, it really is, as you pointed out, it is a quantity over quality game. Okay, and for folks who do struggle a lot with that, um, how their work is perceived in that perfectionism tendency, it can be a real struggle for them, to, for, for y'all to make headway there okay, because um, you're, you're too worried. I would say really the underlying fear a lot of times is being worried about criticism, being worried that somebody's not gonna think you're good enough, that somebody's gonna think you're a bad artist or a bad painter, you know, and some people might think that from time to time, and that's okay. I am sure that there are so many people out there who think that my artwork is total crap, Okay. And some of those people have even voiced that to me. All right. Um, and again, this is the rite of passage of being an artist. Um, and it, it really is, um, you know, the moment of going, you know, I, I'm going to believe in myself no matter what. I'm going to love my own art no matter what. That's just what I'm going to do. I'm going to accept who I am as a human being and as an artist. And I'm, I know that I am. That's the other thing is like, you're not out of integrity, right? Because you know that you're doing the best work that you can. It's different like if somebody's just like, oh yeah, I just slapped that shit together. Okay, throw it out there. And honestly, there's nothing wrong with that. People are doing that every single day. Every, everywhere, and they're guess what? They're making money. They're getting awards for their work. They're selling their work. You know, they're getting attention. Why? Because they're not hiding, and they're putting themselves out there. So, for those of you who really are struggling with this, uh, per, really perfectionism. Um, you know, tendency, I really encourage you to um, just start questioning it. Question where it came from. Question what you're afraid of, you know. Uh, if you're afraid of being out of integrity, you know, really ask, is that really true? Am I really out of integrity? If I put a piece out there that's less than perfect, but there's something about it that I think is beautiful, or I really did try my hardest on that painting, you know, um, really question those, whatever the, whatever the beliefs are around that. Um, if, if it's a fear, if you, if you see like, well, yeah, I'm afraid of being judged. I'm afraid of being criticized. I'm afraid that somebody's going to see that painting. And because they didn't, it wasn't perfect enough, or it wasn't stand up to snuff up to standard, right? That they're never going to look at any of my paintings again. They're going to, judge me as like she's a crappy painter and i'm never looking at her stuff again you know i mean this is the kind of stuff that goes on up here in our heads right this head trash so we've got to take out the head trash and we've got to replace it with with new clarity with new beliefs so i would really challenge all of us all of you to really question any of those beliefs or any of those thoughts that you might have like if this isn't good enough, then maybe this will happen. You know, is that really true? And also, just going to worst case scenario. Okay, if that is really true, if somebody does do that, if somebody does see one of my paintings one time and then they are totally turned off for the rest of their life, it is that really so bad? You know, like <laughs> there's a, there's like what seven billion people on the planet somebody out there is going to love my artwork. Somebody out there is going to appreciate how much time and effort and love and care and integrity I put into this painting, right? And more than just one somebody, many somebodies, but you have to be willing to stop hiding and to put it out there okay my friends i hope that this has been helpful to you and bethany i certainly hope it's been helpful to you specifically um and yeah and just as a reminder everybody if you haven't popped in hopped in on the five day still life painting challenge that is still open you can still participate for that um also enrollment is open for the art life school And I help artists with every area of their art life. So it's not just all about technique. It's not just all about still life painting. There's plenty of master classes in there. Finding your artistic voice, we will be doing a live run through of that course in May. Every month we have a coaching call to talk about issues like we just talked about today as well. Um, We'll be running the Double Your Painting Sales course in 30 days um, online this fall as well. So, so whether you're a beginner or you're an established professional artist that is needing more professional guidance, more business help, things of that nature, there is something for everybody in the Art Life School. So be sure to hop over to Art Life with Kelly, K-E-L-L-I dot and check all of that out. And if you have any questions, you can get in touch with us. Also, let me know anything that you anything else you want me to discuss on this podcast. Um, I am really here to serve you guys. So it's really helpful to me whenever you email me at info at artlifewithkelly.com with your request. Remember, it's K-E-L-L-I, not Y, (laughs) okay? All right, my friends, until next time, I'm wishing you all happy painting, happy creating, bye.